welcome to the Nourished Soul podcast, where we talk about all things body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Ritter. So it's been almost one year since I started the Nourished Soul podcast, and I have been reflecting on the past year and how amazing this experience has been. I am so grateful because how lucky am I that I get to talk to amazing people and some of the brightest lights in the world and interview them and have conversations with them and record them and put them out for the world. Really been an absolute honor to um, be a part of this process and to have these interviews. So the Nurse Soul podcast comes out twice a month, as you may have figured out. And that's always amazing. You can also head over to the YouTube channel. So all of the episodes are on my YouTube channel, but also I put out weekly uh, videos. So sometimes it's just me talking about the things that I find helpful in either my own healing journey or in the work that I do with clients. So if you want more, you can head over there and we're going to keep going with the Nourish Soul podcast because I absolutely love this. And this particular episode is no different. I absolutely loved talking to Lori Rivers. So I don't even know how I came upon Lori's information and her website, um, Living From Inspiration. I was in this desperate place to try and understand um, long COVID. So I was really interested in long COVID and understanding mast cell activation syndrome and really the post-viral syndromes in general. And so Lori was putting on a summit and for a time it was free. So I was um, made sure that I was there for that summit and it was really fantastic. So it was long COVID, but also ME-CFS, which is chronic fatigue syndrome. That's what we call it here in the United States. Um, but information also about mast cell activation syndrome and um, even fibromyalgia and all falls under that same umbrella. So I learned so much and it really helped me, gave me lots of resources and things to go and study more on my own. And I think what's really amazing about Lori, I love everything she puts out in the world is helpful and hopeful. And I've really noticed, I tend to really enjoy these conversations because they are so hopeful. They are all about healing and wherever we are on our healing journey that we can actually feel really good and that we can, we can have optimal health. And so that that's really exciting. And I think that Lori's offering, so we talk a lot about a little bit about her journey, but a lot about what she's doing now with her work and how she's helping people uncover and take care of hidden infections. And so that has really been a critical piece in helping people completely reverse um, their chronic health issues, but particularly the chronic fatigue and long COVID and those kind of post-viral kind of syndromes. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed talking to Lori. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful that people are listening and sharing the podcast because it is my great honor to do this show. And I just wish you happy healing.
Lori, I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Nourish Soul podcast. I'm so excited to be here, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we could go in lots of directions, um, but I, and we could probably talk for hours, but I have to start by telling you how much I appreciate, well, your work in general, but especially I came to you, I found you from long COVID, your long COVID MECFS summit that you did. And it was really helpful. Um, so my youngest son was diagnosed with long COVID and I was just desperately searching for more um, information and to, and it was so helpful. Um, so I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah. That, you know, I, after the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and I realized that, so many people were going to be developing MECFS because in essence, long COVID and MECFS, which for those, you know, for those of you out there who don't know what that stands for, it's myalgic encephalomyelitis. We call it chronic fatigue syndrome here in the U S which I don't like that term because it really doesn't encompass what your son is experiencing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's essentially the same thing. So, so when, when I realized how many people were going to be developing MECFS and I know how scary it is, especially in the beginning, because you don't know what's happening. Um, yes. So that was, I, I had, you know, a fire got lit under my butt to get the information out there as much as possible. So I'm glad it was helpful. Yeah. Very helpful, even just to not feel alone, to feel like you had some answers. And to, even though people in the summit, you had different experts saying, yes, it's absolutely all the same. It's post-viral and other people saying, no, not really, but it's all under the same umbrella. It didn't matter to me because at the end of the day, people were, um, they had helpful things to say and it was very hopeful. And I yes. think, you know, that is why I wanted to talk to you because you are a very hopeful person. You're a very inspiring person and you help so many people and you have so many stories that I was like, oh, I really want Lori to come on because it's it's just a hopeful experience to be in your presence. I'm getting teary, but it's true. It's really true. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. It's true. So, um, I don't know exactly where to start, but I thought it might be helpful. Like, how did you get into this work? What brought you to helping people with these funky things happening in their lives? Well, I think that the best teachers have experienced it themselves. So that's, yeah, that's where I, where I'm coming from. Or, you know, you have a, somebody who's very close to you who has experienced it. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure to talk about because I have I have had two uh, mother son teams in my programs okay. that I've worked with, uh, and the son has been ill with either long COVID or MECFS, and the and the mother has um, helped them along. So I know that that will that you will resonate with that for sure, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, you know, I got into it because I developed severe MECFS, so myalgic encephalomyelitis chronic fatigue syndrome, when I was in my early 20s, mm-hmm. uh, 
fresh out of college. I was a budding actress. I was actually on a film set when I, when my body just kind of said no more. (laughs) Right. And yeah. And I had been, I had been ill Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks, you know, the week before that. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, for people who are familiar with the film industry, you know, that you have to be on set. You're, you're, you know, you're fired or, you know, and and it causes a lot of problems. So I dragged myself to to set and it was uh, on a beach in Charleston, South Carolina in the summer, which means it was like a hundred plus degrees with humidity in addition to that. And my, my body just said no. And I, I passed out. They had to get a, an ambulance to go and get me. And it was a fairly, you know, it was like a, I can't remember who, who produced it, but it was a big film. It was, it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so it was very dramatic, which was very fitting for being an actress. But I, you know, they took me to the hospital and at the hospital, they said, well, you're dehydrated. And okay. I was like, all right, so I just need to drink a lot of water and I'll be okay. You know, um, years later, I, mm-hmm. that was not what the problem was. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So I had that severe MECFS for eight years. And then for about two years after that, I was still having to rebuild. It's It takes, uh-huh. um, I have to do it very slowly. Now, yeah. I did not know mm-hmm. what I know now. <laughs> right, right. About how to approach it. And so I kept doing all the wrong things that prolonged the illness, mm-hmm. uh, at least for me. And right. it was so severe to the point where a lot of days I couldn't feed myself because oh. my, my, I, I couldn't lift the fork. Wow. Um, yeah, I was in a lot of pain a good deal of of time and right. I was either housebound or bedbound for the for the majority of those 8 years. There oh. I had a couple of remissions is the best way I know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. And, um but it was still it was just I mean, you you know personally, it's Oh, it's hor- horrible. It's so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in fact, because people don't understand mm-hmm. unless, unless they've experienced it or they have, you know, a son or daughter or a spouse, somebody very close to them. And, and even then it's difficult to understand the depth mm-hmm. that this thing affects a person. But there was a study, actually several studies done on the quality of life uh-huh. for people with MECFS. I don't know that one's been done specifically about long COVID, but again, they're so yeah. either the same thing or so similar. Right. And what they've what they found with these scientific studies and quality of life is actually a scientifically medically measured thing. Mm-hmm. They found that people with MECFS on average, their mm-hmm. quality of life was less than people far less than people with cancer. than people with uh, schizophrenia, Mm -hmm. than people with bleeding ulcers. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just not 
recognized. No. Well, and it's so hard to have any kind of normal life. And then, you know, I think that's one of the things that I can't remember what you were writing, but it struck me is what you become used to, what becomes your normal. Yes. Uh, yeah. Is like, and so, and I, it reminded me, might not at all relate to this, but I have, I'm a scuba diver and, and I haven't been in years, but I, when I go down, I have a lot of trouble equalizing my ears and it's just painful and it's what, and at some point I'm like, whatever, I'm going to miss the whole dive if I don't just go. And so you just move on with the pain and yeah. just do the best you can to enjoy the experiences. And it's horrible. I mean, it's not a good experience at all. But here yes. you are. But sometimes it's not that bad. And so you're right. like, hey, I can do. It. And so this is the problem with a yeah. chronic illness, but particularly something that comes and goes. And sometimes you're kind of okay. And then you're not. And it's just so it's yeah. um, debilitating. It's yeah. And it's very confusing too, especially. So, you know, when we're talking about chronic illnesses, they're of course they're all different types right. right so so i focus more specifically mm -hmm. on long covid and mecfs also fibromyalgia because it goes along with that so much and pots right. and you know there are a lot of things that go along with with that that seem to come together, come together. Yeah. wonderful wonderful recipe of crappiness <laughs> yeah that experience yeah but um the I, I want to say also as we're going along because we're talking about a lot of the the difficulties of it right also right. a lot of blessings that come along with it and there are answers and we'll talk about you know I know that yes. we'll get to that as well yeah that's important <laughs> yeah yeah but and and I'll just share I'll share another part of my personal story and that's that mm -hmm. so I did finally get over the MECFS mm -hmm. uh, after those, you know, eight to 10 years and people started seeking me out. And, and when I got ill, also the internet was still very young. Right. So to find any information out there, I didn't even know what, pa I, I didn't know about the word pacing, the term pacing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and for those who have long COVID and MECFS, pacing is very important, right. but I didn't even know about it until you know, after I got well, mm -hmm. um, but I did start to have people coming to me to ask me to help them mm -hmm. to navigate it. And so I, I started coaching. Mm -hmm. So I've been coaching for over 20 years now, again, more specifically people with MECFS, but also with, with all chronic illnesses. Mm -hmm. And and what I realized, and then I came down with long COVID, mm -hmm. I developed long COVID in May of 2020. Mm -hmm. I knew what it was. I realized after about a week, I was like, yeah, I have MECFS again. Mm -hmm. This is very too familiar. Did it just freak you out? Or are we like, oh, okay. Gosh. Okay. I totally, I totally flipped out for three days. For okay. Three days, yep. Which is not bad. You not know? bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what, it was a really beautiful experience. Actually, the first day it was just completely flipped out around the second day. My, what, how I know to approach things started to kick in. Uh -huh. 
I was like, okay, my brain right now is telling me a whole bunch of really bad stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would rather die than live like this again, which is understandable. Sure. Um, you know, how could this happen to me again? I'm not a bad person. You know, <laughs> why? <laughs> All of that. And it was just spinning. spinning. Mm-hmm. And Uh, But on that second day, I took a step back and I didn't try to make the thoughts go away. I said, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to watch them. And I said, and I'm going to love myself so much and I'm not going to come to any conclusions. I'm just going to watch. And sure enough, after that third day, Mm -hmm. things totally slowed down. Those, those thought patterns slowed down and eventually stopped. And what started coming into place was hey, you know what? I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can be happy mm-hmm. even if I do have to live with this the rest of my life. Wow. Big shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a huge, that was that was like, oh my gosh, like I have arrived. <laughs> if right. I, you know, if yeah. I can have those thoughts and really and really live them mm-hmm. yes um, then then this is you know gosh then everything that I have been yeah. doing for previously in my life is 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 worth it um, right other thing that it gave me was it lit that fire that's what lit that fire under me mm-hmm. to to get this information out into the world and so by applying what I had been teaching for, for 20 years and coaching, I was able to fully recover within eight months as opposed to, you know, years and years. And right, exactly. And then, and then I came to another discovery later on, yeah. but I want to get back to, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going all over the place here, That's okay. but I wanted to get back to the thing that you were talking about as far as we get used to it. Right. And, and what, mm-hmm. what I started to, after I recovered from COVID, I was like, Hey, you know what? Okay. So yes, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm not experiencing most of those symptoms anymore, but my whole life, I have had what I have come to call weather dependent fibromyalgia, uh-huh. which means that some days I am like wonder woman. I have so much energy yeah and and it's good energy too it's not like the hyped up adrenaline right Mm -hmm. and and I can go all day long physically and mentally and emotionally and positive Mm -hmm. outlook and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but if there is weather either on the way or you know happening or whatever then it's the opposite. I'm down here. I, I can't get up off the sofa. I'm in pain. My muscles don't work. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is very similar to long COVID and MECFS. Right. Uh, yeah, but with the brain fog and all that stuff. So it can be just from day to day, I, you know, depending. And I didn't figure it out that it was de- dependent on the weather. I, had, I was just all, all over the place from from being a child you know mm-hmm. missed tons of school mm-hmm. because of this and was on 
you know, mm. as a child, I was on medications for depression, for anxiety, for, um, doctor put me on thyroid, like heavy, heavy duty thyroid medications when I was in sixth grade or something. Wow. And mm-hmm. yeah, because they didn't know what the heck. Right. They're trying things. They're throwing things at you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, so when I so when I was I was living in Los Angeles and I had many more Wonder Woman days than sofa yeah. days. And you're and like, like, what's different? The weather. All right, that's cool. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't figure it out until I moved <laughs> back to the southeast. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the southeast, there is a lot of weather. Yeah. And like you said, in LA, there's not very much weather. And then when I moved back to the southeast, it was like way more sofa days interesting and so so I realized that it was weather dependent but but I finally got to the place after long COVID because I've always tried things kind of here and there Mm -hmm. but I said hey you know what Mm -hmm. I'm gonna focus on doing my experiments in a way where it's where it is focused So I started doing experiments like with using microcurrent and Mm -hmm. using ozone therapy regularly Mm -hmm. and things like that to see if anything would help out with that. Yeah. And? And, (laughs) Well, and it, it, that's actually what led me to discovering that the root of any hidden illness or, or of any chronic, chronic illness, illness. Mm-hmm. is these hidden infections. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know that that's like a huge sweeping statement to say, mm-hmm. but I found that for myself with the fibromyalgia mm-hmm. and, and what turned me on to that was the ozone therapy mm-hmm. because I was doing that at the very lowest level Mm-hmm. And I was still having really strong, what's called a Herxheimer response, huh. which means that things inside of my body that should not be there were dying and releasing toxins. Oh, right. And I was like, ping, 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 ping. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'd experienced all of that before. So, mm-hmm. so when I'm talking about those things, we're talking about things like candida. Right. Uh, you know, other parasites, so worms, mm-hmm. protozoa, other mm-hmm. fungus, there are yep. tons and tons of things that live inside of us. Mm-hmm. And that when, when our microbiome is balanced, mm-hmm. it's fine that they're there and they actually are helpful. Yeah. They have a role. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. But um due to a number of different things that we we can talk about if we have time sure it gets out of balance for so many different people yeah. and and that is what it's like having termites in right. the house mm-hmm. and you can't and and if you don't know the termites are there then mm-hmm. you you know you maybe keep coming in and try to slap on new pieces of wood and paint it pretty and you know do all that stuff but the termites are still there and if a strong storm comes along Mm -hmm. the house falls down right and that's what these things like covid 
do, or even mm-hmm. just stress, you know, um, people right. with multiple sclerosis, same kind of thing. People with Lyme mm-hmm. disease, same kind of thing. Yep. Mold yeah. illness, like all of the things that, yeah. Cause of course I've run into mast cell activation syndrome and all of these yes. things that you're starting to go, well, wait, it all looks very similar and it's all, so it makes sense to me that there's hidden infection in the way that we live our lives. I mean, I just think about like all the medications I was on as a kid and the different antibiotics that we, you know, you had an ear infection, you got an antibiotic. And so just to repair, and some of us, there are, there seem to be these hardy people. Like my husband is really hardy. And I think, you know, it doesn't really matter what he eats or where he goes. I mean, he just kind of, he's hardy like that. And others of us are very sensitive and we are like the canaries you send us in and we're like, well, and they're like, something's toxic in this environment. Um, so I think, you know, everybody's a little different, but all of these things I kept going, they're all so similar. And so I think hidden infection. So that's really the work. A lot of the work that you're doing now is helping people figure that out. Yeah. And that has been the huge game changer for Mm -hmm the way that I coach and for the results that people get now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, honestly, it, it was an answer to, to a a request that I had been putting out to the universe, you know, whatever, however, Mm -hmm. or, you know, your audience thinks about that, but, but I had been putting it out there for many, many years to, of course, to, to heal myself Mm -hmm. Um, but also so that I could offer, because, you know, what I had been teaching for so long and, Mm -hmm. and what I was teaching for the first while, Mm -hmm. uh, for long COVID, Mm -hmm. it is very effective and very helpful, but it doesn't always get people all the way. And if it does get people all the way, it takes a while. It takes like years Mm-hmm. as opposed to months um which exactly. right that's the key and I yeah. think you know these things are so layered um that all the things can be helpful even the things that you did early on in your first oh, yeah. eight years and you it led you to a a lot of healing things and a lot of modalities and the part of that is a little you know disheartening because they don't completely work but it's also the journey like it's, it's all part of it. And something you said, I wanted to circle back to Lori, there are many things that you're saying that I'm like, Oh, oh, but one of the things is like, you decided when you got that day two of realizing like, here I am in the midst of, Oh no, oh no. So day one, freak out, totally got it. It's impressive that it was only about a day, but in day two, when you said, I'm going to love myself really, really well, what do you mean by that? Like, what is it to love yourself really, really well? Because I think that's an important piece as you're starting to, you know, wherever you are on your health journey to just love yourself really, really well while you figure it out. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, the first time around when I was so sick, when I was in my Mm twenties, I early on, well, maybe in year two, I realized that I felt like I was at war with my body. Right. And that that was not helpful. Mm -hmm. So 
when when it feels like your body has turned on you yes there's there's that conflicted energy there first of all mm-hmm. and and you get to navigate yourself you get to take that journey to the place where you can be loving of your body mm-hmm. which helps out in all sorts of different ways mm-hmm. um but then we also tend to blame ourselves when we when we're mm-hmm. ill for you know longer than a week or even if we're ill for a week or you know whatever mm-hmm. but we blame ourselves for pretty much everything mm-hmm. and or at least I know I do. Yeah. 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 And, the tendency and, is there. Yeah. 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 And of course, yeah. the, you know, there are different variations, but that again, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. And the worrying doesn't do any good and all those things. Now, I'm not saying to not feel your feelings because that's very important. We are designed as humans to feel our feelings Mm -hmm. and that's what allows them to move through it's a it's a we're designed so beautifully Mm -hmm. physically we have a perfect physical blueprint that works once we take care of all the termites you know that we're talking about and and I do that's the main thing that has that was the answer to Mm -hmm. that that request that I've been putting out there. So, so we actually go through treating the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the hidden infections. Okay. Of course now. So that's the main, that is the backbone. Okay. Of the now. But like you said, there were all those other things that led up to that kind of discovery. And, and mm-hmm. so I, I use, we use all of those. Mm-hmm. So that deep self-love, which of course takes time to cultivate. But that practice is what allowed me to, after only one day, <laughs> you know, with realizing that I had developed MECFS again, to to be able to take that step back and to say, hey, sweetheart, you know what? Mm-hmm. Ah, let's just sit with this. Let's watch what's happening. Because also with that mm-hmm. self-love comes, I think, a, a feeling of safety security and acceptance in the world yeah Yeah. and knowing that it is ultimately okay yeah even if it feels like it's not Mm -hmm. it it is ultimately okay and and Mm -hmm. you know as I say that I remember the first coach that I ever worked with was in I think the first year of being sick Mm. and she used to say things like that to me and I just if I had had the energy at that point, I would have, I mean, it was all over the phone, but I would have wanted to, you know, just fall out and hit her because like, you have no idea what you're talking about. This is the most horrible thing in the whole world. I feel like I'm dying. Um, you know, all those different things. So, uh, so I understand, I understand that. (laughs) And so for me to come in and say, Hey, you know what, really everything is okay. Mm I understand if that doesn't land land right. well. <laughs> I I totally get that. Yeah. Um, and it does take some time to get there, but you mm-hmm. can get there. And that is one of those huge mm-hmm. gifts from mm-hmm. this type of experience is that mm-hmm. you're put in a position where you kind of have to develop mm-hmm. a really 
focused perspective on things. I, I label it as being unconditionally loving, mm-hmm. right? So even if I'm feeling uh, upset about something, I can, I can mm-hmm. love myself within that. And I can love the, the feeling of being upset about it. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's a fun game once you start to get it by the tail. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty frustrating. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to catch that tiger by the tail is, yes, yeah, tricky. But yeah. once you get it, it's, um, you can have fun with it. You can play with it. But I think, you know, what I'm hearing is this just be gentle with yourself and yeah. be, and you're, you're absolutely right. When you feel like your body has turned on you it's normal to be mad about that and to be cut off. And the more you cut off and the more you are angry at your body, the harder it's going to be for you to listen to your body and give it what it needs. And so, and I do love the idea of, you know, getting to the root much quicker, even though it may take you the windy road may be on purpose that, you know, it's just part of the journey. And yeah. if it could be shorter for people, that would be really great. Yes. And th- and that's what we're seeing now is that it's people are, are fully recovering within, within four to 16 treatment cycles. Wow. Now each cycle is a, a little over a month, but mm-hmm. you no, know, for, for most people, it's going to land somewhere in the, in the like six to eight month Month range range. well that's what it generally takes when we start healing the gut you know that's you know so it's similar that's what you're doing is you're just being more specific about it we're not just trying to heal the gut lining and we're trying not support the gut we're actually being really specific about the kinds of bacteria or protozoa or parasites or whatever we're trying to target yes and yeah and and w- what i say about the the program that that mm-hmm. we do because we do actually use medications which okay. are really necessary for things like worms and protozoa and things like that mm-hmm. um for fungus the herbs can sometimes take care of it but but even then sometimes it can cause more trouble for for various different reasons that i won't get into right now mm-hmm. but um but but we make sure that we do it in a specific order. So, you know, the thing is that when I when I was so sick that first time around, I tried everything. I mean, I even ate. Um, I took a supplement that it was it was dried earthworms because it was supposed to help out with immunity. You know, mm-hmm. you will try anything. Anything. I know. Yeah. Big. Yeah. And yeah. so I'd done like candida cleanses. I'd taken nice statin. I'd I'd done all these things that were supposed to heal the gut. And, you know, my guess is that, and I had changed my, you know, my way of eating Eating. for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. And that's the, you know, that's the first step is a specific, the, the relief and transformation eating plan is the first step, which I know that you are very familiar, you know, familiar with your own type of eating plan for people. Right. It's an important piece, but it doesn't always get, it's not enough. Is that the thing? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I had done all of these cleanses and all these things before, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How was that not enough?" I mean, I was in enough pain, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but first of all, I wasn't usually able to actually 
carry them out. Um, yes, the full. Mm -hmm. Because I hadn't set up my body to be able to detoxify properly. Right. Um, I didn't know what to do with Herxheimer responses. I don't think at that point I was using binders or anything like that, you know, so, so there are all these things to do to prep the body and there are these little okay. tweaks that, that we, you know, that we do in, in my program, because each student who's in the full relief and transformation program, we go through their treatment plan together mm -hmm. um, and, and tweak it according to where they are. Mm -hmm. So it's a like, you know, take, take you by the hand and walk you through all of this. And, uh, and it's so interesting because I have only had like two, I think two students who have not found worms in their stool once they started either just the eating plan <laughs> or, um, the actual, you know, treatments. Hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And even some of them, and, and that was, you know, what I experienced as well. Um, but even to the point of some of them, uh, I think I had two or three who had just gotten tested for parasites, mm -hmm. you know, with their doctor and the results had come back negative. And then mm -hmm. within a week or two, they were passing worms. So, right. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, God bless the medical community that, you know, sure. they're, they're really good at a lot of different things, but chronic illnesses is, is not typically one of them. Right. Yeah. There's only so much that, that they can offer and it just it seems to, it's just symptom relief and it's more of masking the problem. And then you're just round and round you go. And then next thing you know, you're eight years in which is exactly. just really, and I think, you know, I keep running into, you know, Epstein Barr is showing up. So as a, in people who have had it, I mean, what 90% of us have um, EBV, yeah. whatever antibodies in our system. So we've had it. And then it seems to be caught like getting reared up in people oh. with long COVID in particular. Yes. Is that what you're seeing too, or is that? Yeah, a lot of things end up getting reactivated. So when right, we think about, word. yeah, mm -hmm. when we think about that, you know, the analogy of the house with the termites mm -hmm. um, and, and when that strong storm comes by and the house falls down, it's kind of like any other issues that the person had before can are more likely to become activated. So even like latent Lyme, mm -hmm. um, other, you know, I'm not thinking of the other, I'm not thinking the other specifics right now, but, mm -hmm. but there are a lot there. Our bodies have a lot of weird stuff in there, yeah. a, you know, a lot of weird quote, foreign bodies. And again, in, in a healthy body, mm -hmm in a body without those termites that have, that have compromised the, the structure. The mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. That, yeah, the structure. Perfect. Then, then those stay latent They're you know, right. they're not a big deal, but once, once the structure has been compromised, then they, 
you know, they're opportunistic. They're opportunity. Yeah. I was just going to say, they just sweep in with their opportunity. And that's really the bacteria too. When we think about like rebalancing all the, the gut microbiome, the protozoa, the virus, all the things, but the bacteria too, it's not that it's bad bacteria and good bacteria. It's exactly. good and opportunistic. And yes. so, and I used to think of it needing to be like even balanced. And I'm like, it's really not like that. It's more like, like in nature, how it's just harmonious. So yeah. there's some borrowing and some, you know, it's just nothing's taking over. Right. Um, so, like you know, just as a visual for people. And so I know people could come to your program and that's like the, probably the best thing if people are like, well, I have all these weird things and, um, would it be helpful to talk about symptoms for like, if somebody's like, well, how do I know if I have these things? If you've yeah. got weird things that nobody's been able to figure out, you probably got one of these That's things. Right there. That's it right there. I have a quiz actually. Oh yeah. That is very helpful. Um, and it's, you know, it's what's, what's the hidden, what's the root cause of my illness. And it really is you're exactly right, Kelly. It's, it's these things that your doctors haven't been able to figure out. It's, it's any kind of unexplainable fatigue or fatigue that doesn't resolve after sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's brain fog. It's cravings. Mm -hmm. Cravings are a, a big part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, people, we also find that people have, who have trouble with alcohol, yeah. whether it's that they that's what yeah. I was thinking addiction because that's similar it's this yeah. whole overreaction underreaction situation in the body yes and and even for people who have like intense hangovers the next day mm -hmm. we find that those are you know those those people are and and people you know you were talking about the canary in the coal mine those people too. Right. I remember as a kid hating going shopping with my mom to those big clothing stores because I would get so sick. And I didn't know how to explain that to anybody at that point. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I felt horrible. I'd actually go and hide in, uh -huh. the, in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. Right. And not, right. not for fun, but because I just, I, and, and, just all these weird symptoms that I only recognize now looking back, but mm -hmm. uh, that was multiple chemical sensitivity because clothes in those places actually have something called sizing in them, which is all these chemicals. Yeah. Um, so it's that, or if you're overly mm -hmm. sensitive to mold or you have a lot of allergies or, you know, skin, skin conditions. conditions. Yep. Um, yeah, you're pretty much just listing everything my whole life right there, Lori. Is like exactly mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and yeah. I, well, mm -hmm. I was just gonna say, and that's the thing that people start to recognize as they start going through this process. And and it would be interesting for you to take that quiz too, because you're gonna go, oh yeah, check, check, check. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot yeah. of times it's not even it's it is. Yes, it is the antibiotics that we took as a child, because for a lot of us, you know, they were just given out like candy, really. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also we 
inherit, and I'm sure you talk about this a lot too, but we inherit our parents' microbiomes. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and if we were, you know, if we were birthed by a cesarean, then we miss out on getting all the good microbes and, you know, all these different factors that when you, when you start to take a look at that whole picture yeah, and you go, Oh, <laughs> right. Like I was stacked from the beginning, cesarean, uh, you know, formula fed, exactly. like, you know, and then, uh, sickly, you have all the ear infections and allergies and, and you just start to see, it's amazing that a lot of us, like we're, that we function as well as we do because oh my you know, gosh, when you start feeling better and that's really where I want to go. It's like, if you look, if you Google, um, M E C F S, it's like not curable. And I'm like, Oh, yes. Okay. Don't watch, you know, don't listen because you can feel really great. You may not be able to see it now, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. There are answers. There are, there are treatments that you could do if you're like, well, I don't know if I want to go all the way in there. There's simple stuff you could do just to help your system, your nervous system. There's so much you can do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love, love, love that you brought that up. Yeah. And, and that has, that has been my message from the mm-hmm. very beginning is this thing is doable and you, you don't have to live with it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, what, what you brought up before, as far as we get used to oh, yeah. living with these illnesses. Mm-hmm. So don't get used to it. I mean, you know, there's that fine, there's that fine line, that balance between not pushing against it, not resisting it, right? letting it be okay. And at the same time, taking action or focusing on or having the intention towards and taking mm-hmm. the steps towards recovering. Mm-hmm. Recovery you know? is possible. Yeah. yeah. And really, I see where you can see the gifts in it along the way and yeah. still be working to feel better. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because there are some times when it is best to just let go and give up for a little bit. Yeah. Because if you're constantly hammering it, trying to figure it out, then you're you're doing yourself a disservice. But when you know how much you want to fully experience life and when you have that passion Mm -hmm. to, whether it's to give to the world or to give to your family or to experience, you know, adventures or yeah, exactly. Yes. Then you, you go, okay, I'm I'm not going to give up on this, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm going to hand it over to universe, God, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm also going to take measured baby steps mm-hmm. towards, you know, towards that recovery. And um, yeah, you know, for, for my students who have fully recovered, and this is, mm-hmm. this is some people who have been ill for you know, 20, 30 years with MECFS and, and very limited in what they could do. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
one one of my current students is a she's a musician and she's she developed MECFS when she was around 10 years old mm -hmm. and she's had it for 20 years now and so her life has been so limited as yeah. as pretty much as long as she's known it and she's starting to um she's starting to get to that place where she's actually smiling mm -hmm. and laughing in the classes and everybody is seeing that mm -hmm. and being buoyed up by that as well and you know some people's questions earlier on are are mm -hmm. things like well you know i just i've always been a really anxious person right uh, and maybe that's just who I am mm -hmm. or a depressed person and, or, a, you know, someone who is not really motivated or, you know, dot, dot, dot. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and what I say every single time is yeah. once you, you're going to hit a point in there where you start to realize, or we're going to point out to you because it's hard to realize it sometimes when you're in in mm -hmm. it right right but you're you're gonna be able to look back mm -hmm. on it and you're gonna say that it felt like I was a totally different person because the me now I am happy I have a positive outlook mm -hmm. I um you know sure I can get stressed out sometimes but it's mm -hmm. it, it's not nearly as easy to stress me out as before. My nickname in college was stress ball. That's what my roommate called me, me. And uh, that is so, I, I'm not an anxious person. I'm not a depressed person. Right. I, you know, positive outlook. Mm -hmm. It it can change everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for the the people 20 to 30 years or the people who have, you know, I had long COVID for, for six months or a year or two years. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's incredible to witness emerge like the butterfly emerging. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty amazing. That transformation. I think that's what it's, it's so important is for people to realize that the transformation is absolutely possible for you. Like, you know, it's easy to think, well, other people, yeah, and it can absolutely be for you. And yes. um, so that's, that's really exciting. Um, and so Lori, you're somebody who's giving a lot, you do a lot for free. You've got a lot on your, you know, on your website, that's free. You've got the summit was free for a while. I mean, you just give a lot and you're giving to other people. So what really nourishes your soul? I mean, how is it that you stay connected to big S self, um, right? Because that's- Is I'm that a, what you use? I that's use it a lot. I Yeah, because Are that's- you kidding? I mean, Lori, when we started learning more about COVID, I was like, wait a minute, this is as much a spiritual issue as it is a physical issue. This is yeah. autoimmunity. All this stuff is like little S self is not recognizing big S self. Like, yeah, what that's is, awesome. So there's this- physical component but there's also this like feeding your soul being connected to whatever you call that mind body soul whatever yes yeah so yeah. yeah you know for me I mean honestly this is yeah. this feeds my soul you know yeah mine too mm -hmm. 
and and I just did a, a free workshop earlier today and that feeds my soul and you know I I love helping people feel better mm-hmm. so much um and and getting to know my students and my clients and and the mm-hmm. you know the community that, that um that is forming and so all of that feeds me now having said that of course mm-hmm. i do you know every morning i sit down and have a, ch- a chat with um universe source god whatever you you know mm-hmm. and and we get you know we hang out for a while and and um and i do uh i take a hot bath with candles and i do my yoga and yeah. i do my uh high intensity interval training mm-hmm. and i do my best to make sure that I also have some fun time just to go and play. And, you know, ultimately, ultimately the way that I approach life Mm -hmm. is as play. Mm -hmm. And I think that that keeps things in perspective (laughs) for me. Yeah. Keeps it it a little lighter, a little less, you know, like, drowning in the <laughs> yeah so you can keep yes it. yeah and so it's fun it's playful yeah yeah and th- and that is also my approach even when dealing with these you know very heavy kinds of illnesses and and I know that it's not easy but if we can you know make it a little lighter a little easier maybe even a little fun <laughs> mm-hmm. then you know then we're heading in the right direction Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you're not pushing it all under the rug. You're not saying, oh, it's, it's fun. There are gifts, you know, but we're also yeah. saying, yeah. yeah, you could have some fun here. You could experiment. You can just look at this as all a big experiment that we're, you know, here to explore and try and, and laugh yeah. at it and cry and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm also like, it's when you join the course and you mm-hmm. start doing this, it's, it takes work. Oh yeah. It really does. You, I was going to say that. Yeah. It's commitment. And, you know, just thinking about my 17 year old, um, like, I think you have to be ready. You have to be in a place, right. I would yes. think to be willing. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I have a, a membership program that people can join as well. And I do interviews usually with people before they join the relief and transformation course. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that I ask in, in that, uh, in their application to kind of have that one-on-one session before we, you know, to, to make sure it's a good fit for them, for, right. for both of us. Right. Um, and one of the questions that I ask is, are you a hundred percent willing to be a hundred percent committed to this time-wise, energy-wise, financially, because that all has to be there. Now that's within pacing for right. the long COVID and MECFS. You know, of course that's a but but that commitment has to be there. And if it's not at a hundred percent, then I say, okay, that's totally fine, you know. Um, but in that case, I would recommend that you go do the membership program 
And that's going to kind of get you started. We don't actually do any treatment, treatment. plans. Right. right. But you can get the eating plan down and then, you know, and, and these other things like pacing and mindset mm -hmm. and uh, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. and you can get those down and maybe, you know, maybe by the next time that we open registration for the full relief and transformation course, maybe you'll, maybe you'll be ready by then. Right. But, um, you know, I, mm -hmm. I want to work with people who want to get well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I would just, was thinking, I, I think people will say, yes, I want to get better. But then when you break it down of what they're going to have to do and the commitment, I'm like, maybe I'll do this. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, I think I want to pace myself. I'm not quite ready for that commitment. Whatever is okay. You know, yeah. um, I often, you know, a lot of my work, I'm helping people with optimal health. They've already done a lot of things. They're oh, in a good nice. place, but they're just taking it to the next level. And some people are at rock bottom, like, you know, right. just scraping it together and they're not looking for optimal health. They just want to be able to get off the floor, you yeah, know, like right. just yeah. not feel this horrible, but it also depends on what you're willing to change in your life. Yeah, exactly. And I think some of us get really um, married to, we're attached to certain things the way that we've been doing them and so it just takes yeah. time to shift that and that's okay yes yeah exactly mm -hmm. exactly yeah I love <laughs> that you said that yeah and and you know another thing that I want to say about even like doing the full program is that mm -hmm. even for those people who are at the point where they're not able to do things for them and this is where the, mm -hmm. the mother son mm -hmm. team comes into it. So, uh, you know, the son is, he's in his, I think his mid twenties mm -hmm. and he's not able to do anything for himself. Um, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's, he's probably a little worse off actually than, than where I was what, that first time around when I was so sick. Wow. But his mother is taking the course for him. Mm -hmm. And as we started going through the the history, mm -hmm. um, she started to look at at her own, right. you know, medical history. Mm -hmm. And she said, Hey, is it okay if I do this stuff at the same time? Yeah. And I was like, heck yeah, let's let's get everybody on board here, you know? Right. Uh, but, but he's starting to, to make progress as well. He, he's not able to start treatment yet. He's almost there, but, mm -hmm. but he has been able to, um, to see one of his friends for five minutes mm -hmm. without a crash afterwards, which is amazing because he's not been able to do that. Wow. He's. Yeah, he started to be able to look his mother in the eyes when they communicate, which he was not able to do before because it takes too much energy. And we don't think about things like that. But a lot of times when when people are that fatigued, yeah, they, it's just hard, difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's he's experiencing some shifts there, too. So, wow, you know, there's always a way. Oh, there's, there's always a way. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, I know that. There's always a way. 
I did. Yeah. That's sometimes I kind of wonder if I'm push a little, but yeah, there's always a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're helping so many people and I really appreciate you putting things out um, for the, you know, the general public, but also for professional, like practitioners could really benefit from learning this stuff because they they just don't know how to help. It could be really super helpful for, I, I mean, it was helpful for me as a practitioner, even though I was there personally, like I've got to figure this out for my kid. Um, so much was helpful. Just my own healing journey, things that made sense. You're like, Oh, I've probably been uphill battling this, you know, the whole time, like slugging through. So, so it's just helpful on so many levels. And I appreciate the work that you're doing and what you bring to the world and how, what a bright light you are, you know, with all the things that you offer. Thank you. Well, Kelly, you too, you, you know, you're doing such great work. Um, and thank you for asking me to do this too. It's a huge honor. I loved it. It's so good to get to talk to you. Um, and I just really appreciate your time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Nurse Soul Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, we would love it if you would rate the podcast and leave a comment. That is very helpful. And if you haven't already, if you would subscribe, that is also very helpful. And I greatly appreciate you being here and and also subscribing. If you are interested in learning more about quantum healing, I am doing nutritional therapy still, nutritional therapy and quantum health coaching. I do that one-on-one and I also have a class. It's a workshop for you to build your own pro-healing plan. So you may be somebody who's already done a lot of healing. um, And so you're just wondering about what you might do to have even more optimal health or somebody that might be, you might be somebody that's struggling with a health issue. And either way, these are, these workshops are designed for you to really see the practical kind of applications of the quantum techniques that you can incorporate in your daily routine. It is also about nutrition, but mostly about using our light, the mitochondria, circadian rhythms, and then also of course, food. We usually have time to talk a little bit about movement and, of course, the soul, how to nourish our souls. And there is time for a Q&A in that workshop. So if you are interested, I would love to have you join one of the workshops. I also have a Pro Healing Diet ebook that is now available on my website. So all of that information can be found at nourished soul.com so you can check it out and keep in touch and thank you so much for being here i really really appreciate you